Like if you're a fucking bunny, like think of how huge moose are. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. <laughs> like they're massive, and they are fucking weird looking if you really look at them. That's right? gotta be. This has gotta be the first, the opening bit of the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Board with Fins, a casual podcast about tabletop and board gaming nonsense with a whimsy that some of us may or may not be Finnish. My name is Tom, I'm one of your hosts, but luckily it's not just me, because next door to the studio is a room containing all of the Finnish presidential candidates, <laughs> and I've got two of them into the studio with me to talk board games. Wait a minute, it's Simon and Eta. Hi, guys. I did not know you were running. Mm, we and a few other people who got basically no points. Was it no, was it close? No. I haven't seen the I got, Yeah, I, I, I got one vote, so that means that Nadia and my mom voted for me, mm. which is... Well, she's a wise woman. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, no, I won't. I don't trust that one. Doing better than Mika Aaltola. Uh, so, oh yeah, he was. How did he do? Not great. Not and great. it's the greatest source of joy in our household at the moment. <laughs> but it's not like us to bring up politics on this show. No, no, we do all the time. Yeah. No, we do all the time. We do. It is an odd thing though to, to run when you know you don't have a chance. Like, yeah, is it is it be, gutsy? Do people run for like just to be seen and yes, get and get, and get that, like? Now people know your name better to do that. Because yeah, it would be like Mika Alter running for president. It's like me signing up for the marathon in the Olympics right now. And he being thought, like, I think he truly believed like, in himself. Guys, I have a chance. <laughs> and it's like, no. I think he truly believed himself. There's yeah. no way. No one, no one's that delusional. Uh, I mean. Anyway, but happens, there's also the like Sari Esaya's point is that she was also only running to keep like the Christian Democrats in kind of like in people's eye. And it's apparently in her opinion worked. Don't know. I think she was doing it holy fuck awful job in the like debates but then again don't really expect much Look, more from you know, christian democrats but i think there's it would no be, such thing as bad pr it should yeah. it would be a lot more humane if by the end <laughs> of the like like the last like debates you'd leave out the people who have less than 10 percent according to the polls because mm. it was painful that's a very not finished way of doing mm. it. i know but it was painful yeah. i somewhat regret opening you'll never, the show with this you'll never this guess which one of us are f- is finished? <laughs> Based on how much how much each podcast host has to say about the presidential elections in Finland, look, you'll never guess. Look, I'm not saying there's some no, of us are finished. There's no clues in the show. Yeah. It could be, could be, <laughs> it could be, either. could be any one of us. Well, you were just you were just reading that opinion off your phone. You, mm, nothing, indeed. nothing yeah. came out of your yeah. Uh, yeah. your own mind. But anyway, we return yet again. I mm. guess I'm still an AI now. I don't know. Season two. Whatever. No, I was fine. I was resuscitated. Mm-hmm. So a uh, magic, magic science has brought me back after that drowning. It's a soap opera. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I'm Tom's twin brother. Yes. Yeah. But yes. luckily, he told me everything about this podcast, so we can just carry on as if nothing has changed. Unbelievable. Yeah. I think in his honor, he and if you could refer to me as Tom, no, he, not Tim. Th- uh, no, no, but we were both called Tom. No. Yeah. He. Right. That's what. It was he, a very long what labor. Tom would have wanted. Mm. Yeah, for us to continue as if he would have he'd never existed. Yeah, still exists. Yeah, and then just occasionally visit his grave. That's that's all. That's all he he wanted. Yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't explode on a grave. No oh, okay. <laughs> Was it ashes? It's no. Sea, it's or? just in our it's just in our minds. So we oh, made right. a yeah. We made a board game out of him. You just left the body in the pool. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful respect. But anyway, we're all back. Nothing has changed. Season two, baby. That's what we're saying, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Until season is, three, where is, one of us... Is this season two? I yeah, think so, yeah, because we until, until, until someone dies. Yeah, until the death of the first character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're doing it telenovela style. <laughs> That's a so, long season one. Well, it, you know... It's a cliffhanger, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, in real time it was. I think if you just back-to-back these podcasts, not very long. Mm-hmm. I mean, surprisingly long. 
I mean, more than I expected. Also, if you're someone who's been back-to-back in these podcasts and you've come this far... Like seek help. Like call someone. Whoa, whoa, go, whoa. go out. Go outside. <laughs> do something. Touch just, grass. Just yeah. put, think, put, put the phone away. Just put it away. I think we're the only people on the internet telling yeah. the truth. Yeah, you know that's why oh, people God. come to us. Oh yeah, we tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Hard edit. Hard edit. But we're back. We're going to be talking about tabletop nonsense. But I'm sick of talking about board games. Mm. That's for nerds. Let's talk about RPGs. Mm which I keep trying to crowbar into the show to relatively low success rates. But we occasionally, it occasionally comes in. We're somewhat 50-50 on the things. Well, we're not really. We're going to try... 30-90. We're going to try an experimental <laughs> episode. 30-90. Classic board game maths that we've done. I mean, we had the one episode that was about the like overlap of board games and RPGs, so it... Yeah, that's where the mm-hmm. 20% comes from. Yeah. yeah. And like you didn't even listen to that one. Yeah, as we so found out just now. Horrendous. So. Horrendous. We can't even get... Our own people to listen to the episode. You're like, that sounds shit. I'll give. A, I'll skip that one. I'll skip that one. We know that Simon goes at double speed over everything that isn't him talking. So That's true. Yeah, I've yeah. Been, yeah. I've, been, I've been really busy and not double speed. I skip it. <laughs> yeah, it's like scrub, 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 scrub. Ah, uh, finally. finally, reason. My it's, own voice. Yeah, which mm. I love so much. It's useful because you can find it in the waveform. Yeah, <laughs> like it. It looks like peanut butter and velvet. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> That's a sweet. Sweet baritone. Uh, yeah, so I thought I'd do an experimental episode, which means it's going to fall directly on its face. Mm-hmm. But instead of like discussing games that we've played, or sometimes that we haven't played, but we've just seen the box, I thought, let's talk about RPG stuff that we haven't played, but how do we pitch an RPG? Can we like think of some interesting hooks, and how would we go about kind of developing these stories? And I've thought of a few, but I thought that would be fun to show our creativeness mm-hmm. on this Definitely professional grade podcast where we're all creative people. Mm. Mm. I think we're long overdue another like cutting room floor episode. So I think great. In in my opinion, I think this episode could be fifteen minutes. (laughs) (laughs) We just, we just, I just end it now. We only have one cutting room floor episode. Only one so far, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good in the vault. Yeah, we save it for one day. That'll come out. That's something to look forward to. Today we're talking about RPGs. Yes. We're back to our... Cre- we're stretching those creative legs. Everyone get your legs out. Get them out. Put them on the table. Let's see how creative they are. Look, I've written creative on mine. You I haven't have. even tried. I've got a pineapple tattoo on it, so I think I win. Pics on Instagram or it didn't happen. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to try and do some RPG stuff. I don't know how we're going to start this or even if other people have ideas. I we're, have free, like, we're just going to freewheel it. I at least tried to prepare for this a bit, but I think it's better if you start. Amazing. All right, I'll take my legs off the table. I'm, I'm keeping with the imagery. Yeah. I'm keeping with the imagery. It's verisimilitude. It's key to RPGs. Because mm. I definitely have my legs out. And now I'm naked from the waist down. <laughs> All right, let's... Excellent. Scary. It All helps right. with the creativity. That's actually true, in, just in case someone... Let's <laughs> <laughs> just put it like... For a legal note, Tom is wearing trousers. Yes. <laughs> All right, hit us. All right, I've got, I've got a Cthulhu one. Maybe Surprising. a couple of Cthulhu's, a couple of D and D's. I just got one that's space that I guess you could work for, like Traveller or some other. Like, what's the what's the Pathfinder one in space? I want to say Space Finder, but that Pathfinder. sounds shit. Is this what's the? I have no idea. Oh, that's really embarrassing. Now I can't fucking. Re- it sounds like Pathfinder, but it's got space in it. I'm pretty sure. It's just fucking, you know, Path Trek or something. Space Star Trek. Space Fair. It's. I'm glad that we're all experts. We've already, if you're RPG fans, you've turned off because you're yeah. like, I don't even. Anyway, you have some in, one in space, space and- one, and then maybe I've got a very loose kind of setup for blades. I also have one for blades. Oh. Of course, your favorite. 
so yeah, what do you want to crack on with? I think you want to start with Cthulhu because it's like okay, it's the one you like. I think. Or do you want to save that to the end? I don't know. I mean, again, the the episode's 15 minutes long because we'll cut all this. Let's start with the Cthulhu one because I think that will give us the most insight into what you actually wanted to talk about. Because it's the one. If you are, if Tom starts preparing an RPG thing, it's for Cthulhu. Uh, Yes, hundred percent. So that's why. Or there will be a a mystery to it. Basically, all of mine. Something horrendous happens, and someone is going mad, or something awful is happening. Well, yeah, at some point, point, yeah. And it just happens to fit with Cthulhu the most. Yeah. Well, I think for mentioned before, but like I think a lot of D and D adventures are kick the shit out of the bad guy, and then the story is, well, weird things happen on the way to kick the shit out of the bad mm. guy. Usually, that's how the big campaigns work. Whereas Cthulhu and how I approach things now, even for the D and D ones, is I like the idea of a mystery, something mm-hmm. going on. Like you have to investigate something because that's what I kind of like in the Cthulhu things. Obviously, mm-hmm. you'll problem solve a different way in D and D, usually by using magic and kicking the shit out of things. Mm-hmm. But that's punching that's, a god. Yeah. That's just the style of the the game. All right, so I'll give you the the hook, mm-hmm. right, of like this opening thing of like where you would come in on this story and then like get your legs back out, <laughs> write creativity on your legs and then see where your mind goes. And I'll tell you, you if know, we're just, just start if, and if then we we'll see right how it, or not. Yeah. Okay, so New England, Arkham, 1920, something. Mm-hmm. A friend of yours has invited you up to his great uncle's family manor for the, the, the spectacle that is happens once every 20 something years where for generations your family or your extended family or distant family has kind of put on uh like an opera or a Mm. show on the 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 grounds of the ancestral family manor yeah Yeah. because for some reason there's a theater there sounds amazing i'm already interested in the like imagery Mm. so basically then you're sort of brought in as like the these this guy's plus ones or plus twos mm-hmm. or whatever into this thing just uh, come see this weird thing okay. that's happening we're not with my family. the family members no uh, i guess it could be that way I, gu- I guess it could work i guess it depends on in my mind because i'm thinking like what i would <laughs> you would make it so the, that the, the weird, weird shit is happening relates to the family somehow and therefore yes. it's like you're like yeah. it's better if you're an outsider because mm. i know how you think it's going to be <laughs> something really fucked up about the family and then maybe your friend doesn't know about <laughs> Correct. it but, uh, yes it is but like, is anything? I know, I know that's just kind of a, a hook, right? But if you read that, like, say, if you had that as like a printout, where is there anywhere that your mind would go? Are you like, oh, what would I? If you were gonna be the keeper on this sort of game, are you thinking like, is there anything that kind of leaps out? Or I think, in, think that like, you would. I'm immediately want? thinking of something along the lines of like, like a dark circus. Like you know what's what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. opera has to have something really fucked up in it that's just like about the imagery and like. You know, it starts off being Huge innocent fan. enough, Huge but it's, then it's just, it gets weirder. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and then they just have to leave because they, mm. they don't, it's like, it was just, just a normal but shit show mm. and they had to leave. That's no, the real adventure. So it's either twist. like, is it something that where you get pulled on the stage as part of the thing or is it something that you start figuring out, okay, that looks like real blood? <laughs> uh, well, it's up to you. Because I, I think I have... a single, like, because I think a single performance is different from something fucked up is happening around a series of opera-like performances. Like, it's this is why it's very different for the. It only happens once every twenty years, and then you start mm-hmm. thinking if there's something really sinister that has been going on for centuries at this point. It's like you're walking into my mind eater. Mm. I've yes. played games written by <laughs> you before. Yes, but yeah. So, so, so you think something bad is going to happen in a Cthulhu Potentially. game? Potentially, or then, or crazy. then. 
you've described that we're going there, but we're actually traveling magicians and we never get there and stuff just happens on the way Huge to twist. getting there. Yeah. We do a deadline again. And then nothing. Yeah, no, this, was, nothing this, was, yeah, this was the actual setup for deadlight. Yeah. And it just never happened. That's true. And then but someone then my, died. My mind went to either, well, I forgot that happens only every 20 years, but basically mm. either that, maybe a less sinister one, basically during the show, someone gets like, I don't know, the classic thing of like, oh, someone is supposed to be like hung or something. And Fake then murdered someone, or someone's exchanged the mm. rope for a real rope and then people <gasps> the old die. switcheroo. And then, then there's like, all right, who's at fault? And then you could somehow engineer it in a way where... It's a murder mystery. Yeah, kind of. But I, I would engineer it in a way where I think that would have potential where like one of the player characters could be who would have done it. And you wouldn't know. You would basically have a secret of like, everyone would have gone to do something there. And then everyone could have been like... So it is like a whodunit. Kind of, but See, not, like, not, not whodunit of the NPCs, kind of a whodunit of the people who come to the Yeah, rest. so it's like murder mystery have, party. Yeah, but you'd have to set it up as like everyone's then been snooping around a little bit yeah, before that. You have an ulterior motive been, to be in You've this been shown place, yeah. to do stuff or like, but I, I don't know why you would do that. I love the idea of that, but knowing who... It's I play in, with, yeah. oh, no. that would never fight. No. <laughs> it's like, no, it says here no. that I'm the murderer. It's like... Yeah, uh, that was supposed to be a secret. Yeah. Or someone just starts reading someone else's card. And go, is this a is this a clue? It's like, well, it's a very big clue. Mm-hmm. That's a secret. The other one that I was thinking of was then that if it happens super rarely and it's some weird like performative art where there's like audience participation yeah, that leads up to you being like, I don't know, somehow sacrificed for the art, whatever. Like I'm thinking of, the, did you guys see the film on like HBO with Ralph? Phineas or something? Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes, that guy. The key is that you don't say any yeah. of the letters in his name. Yeah, that guy. I keep <laughs> wanting to call movie? him something. Yeah. It's spelt Ralph. Yeah. yeah. And for years, he's just gone, that's nah, just, just Ray. Really? Or Ray. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I didn't, yeah. So this it's a film where he's like the world's best chef or something. And he invites people over to like his... Oh, I haven't seen that one. He invites people over to like his special little island and he makes like... It's a play on like how stupid gastronomy has become. Ah, okay. And then, well, the, the end thing is that everyone who comes there is basically there to die. And that's yeah, like... Yeah, makes sense. To okay. go through the whole thing. Wow, spoilers. Like, yeah, spoilers. Well, uh, it's an old film. You d- look, I, I would never spoil a film on this podcast. No. I just want to I just so, want to make that very but clear. But like, uh, what I'm thinking, like the question I see that we're all like, we're both already trying to answer is how do we force the player characters to interact with this? Because this is what we learned. <laughs> yes. I don't, usually, I, I think in the Cthulhu ones recently, people do. The social do contract stuff now. has gotten better. Yeah, yeah it, generally, people have gotten better. So you don't have to. I'm not. I'm not trying to save myself. It's this character, and I'm here for a reason for the next three hours. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah. It's, it's what you bring to the table is the enjoyment. It's like, nah, gonna get out of here. Yeah, so that's better because, like, I noticed that this is where I go first. It's like, okay, so it has to have audience participation, but no, it doesn't. You you just have to have a reason to be there and be curious about it. Mm. So, but maybe it's a good idea if it's your friend because then you're invested in your friend's family being weird. Mm. And hopefully, you give a shit about your friend. That's That's (laughs) used to not be a given in our RPG games. (laughs) It's like, and here's someone uh, that you care about dearly. I'm like, all right. I leave them immediately. Yes, like, the, oh, okay. the house that is on fire you, it belongs to a like close <laughs> couple of you, like family couple, friend couple of yours, and uh, oh, we just ride past. Yeah, yeah, it's. Like, I'm sure they'll be fine. Let's, <laughs> you know, that's just uh, that's just fate. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a very uh, traditional guy. I'm only Can't friends with lo- lucky people. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Well, you know, they'll get out. They get out. All right. So I was thinking when I was thinking of this hook, and then I was like, where would I take it? So I think the like the opera would be the crescendo of the adventure. So it wouldn't be like, you turn up at the opera. Mm. 
there's like oh, but you, you turn up the, at this like uh, preparations. Yeah, you turn up at the estate and then the town, and basically you find out that like this guy's great uncle is like hella weird. Let's say hella weird. Well, the the eccentric. Let's say that. And he comes from a long line of eccentrics. Uh, He's like a sort of polymath inventor. Mm -hmm. And like maybe the town has been more resilient to, you know, maybe global problems or the courtesy of his inventions and interventions and like Mm -hmm. things around the town. You know, he's a pretty well-respected guy, even though he's a bit kooky. I can Mm. foretell that there's going to be some kind of weird, like Frankenstein-esque, like cursing people together. (laughs) Keep keep walking with me. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think there was this kind of investigation and like basically this guy's getting on a bit and I guess some of the the secrets of the family could be uncovered through nosy investigation, as is the way. And I was thinking, let's go back in time a few hundred years. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? You're right there with me, Rita. Let's go mm-hmm. back in time. Let's get our legs out and mm-hmm. go back in time 400 years where this guy's ancestor, like still in the ancestral mm-hmm. home, but pre-theater where this guy was already a bit of an occultist, a bit of a collector, a bit of a kooky guy anyway. Mm-hmm. Not the same guy, obviously, this guy's ancestor. Uh, when an angel fell to earth uh-huh. on the property, and in his occult wisdom, he bound the angel into the ground, sort of keeping it there. Mm-hmm. But the angel was able to whisper secrets about the cosmos and things to uh, this guy. Mm-hmm. And he was his invention started working, and his mm-hmm. like, things like... You know, this sort of, like, arcane knowledge was actually, like, kind of working. Mm. Uh, The flip side was, though, that to keep the angel bound, you need to replenish the spell about every 22 years. Mm -hmm. But you must do it with the blood that first bound the angel. Uh, So it has to be a person who is from... Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Okay. So basically for hundreds of years, like, this guy has been, like, sacrificing members of his family through using an arcane kind of yeah, about once ritual. every 22 years about someone once every like, 22 years someone mm. in the family just kind of dies yeah there would be a horrible accident somehow around the opera yeah or whatever well, the opera I mean, it is didn't a new really thing, yeah. it didn't really start off as an opera yeah but right? it's now i think but then you know if if there was you know the site of where the angel is kept there happened to be a theater built onto that area mm. and then if you had like an occult ritual that you could kind of cover as Part of the, yeah. As like an opera, because you're speaking in a foreign language, maybe Italian, like who mm, knows? You know, no one's that no classy one's gonna, yeah. in New England. And then people around the town are willing to put up with it because, you know, they're the place pretty... place is nice because you've been like keeping them you know, in... Like, disease doesn't come here, the crops grow, the weather's always nice, you know, maybe This is maybe classic Tom shit. Like, mm-hmm. This is like, yeah. they, they like, somehow this place is benefiting from the but really fucked only, up shit. Yeah, but if if it if that's the thing where it's where you kill one person every 22 years to have a place prosper and everything's great. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we just we just But it's why, probably going to be why intervene? It's going to be exactly. your friend that gets killed. Fuck. Yeah. Of so course the, it the is. point is <laughs> and this is the point of like can you be that family member? It's like, well, maybe you don't care about your friend, but you might care about you. So depending on the group. So if I know I'm playing with selfish counts, yeah, you're all family members. <laughs> Because then I can't guarantee, if I can't guarantee that you will give a shit about an NPC, and nine times out of ten, you don't. Because mm. I'm like, <laughs> the starting of this, the, the dead light adventure is like, you find an amnesia girl on the road who is like heavily wounded and you hit her with your car. And everyone's like, we should just leave her, right? It's like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's kind of like the inciting incident of this whole thing, but you can. We could have, we could have just left her. Could have just left her. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I have to crowbar in. But it was like, so now, if I was playing with you guys, mm. yeah, you're all family members. 
but you're like distant third cousins mm. because this guy's sons and close cousins they all died in the war oh, oh no. okay yeah. and now he's having to call up some pretty distant relatives might have for to kill thing. a few of them mm. to like account for the close family relation i mean you, know? like, how you don't far, know how yeah how far down a, like sideways on a bloodline does like like magic sacred blood from like a blood it's tricky go. but you don't like want how, to un- how, exactly how the angel probably tells blood? this guy mm. Also, you maybe maybe he's not sure, so he's got to get a lot. Yeah, yeah, because you got to get you got to. I mean, maybe if there's enough, that will yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, like Even it's not how, like it's not it's like super dilute. It's not like the angel is going to care if you kill a few people who aren't close enough, and then you get to one highest. No, that's true. Yeah, and then there's potentially the moral choice of like, well, I want to live, which generally characters do want to do. Okay, unless you play like yeah. a suicide. But it would be yeah. nice for the rest of the ha- like town that if I died. Also, it's interesting so if you manage to that, escape. So what would be in that one, like, how quickly would you start to notice that, like... Shit's weird. Weird things are happening. Because otherwise, if, like, the thing is at the end, they're like, what's the what's the hook to, like, what should I start investigating? Why should I investigate? What yeah. should I start investigating other than, like, why have I, like, other than, like, why have I been your, summoned? Your uncle is suddenly... weird. Your uncle that, has that suddenly, suddenly gotten... Got your uncle has suddenly, suddenly so, gotten okay. super interested in your blood type. Yeah, he gets the he gets the village doctor in to make sure you're perfectly healthy. Yeah, that you're actually. Oh, related you turn to up him. and everyone yeah. in the village is like Stepford nice to you. Like, oh, we've heard yeah. so much about you. Like, oh, okay, that's that's great. Yeah. Everyone's like no, super like happy. Yeah. And then it's like you you. I assume the house would be full of like weird arcane inventions mm-hmm. and occult symbols and dead-eyed and like uh, mm-hmm. servants. Maybe you show yeah. you you show up because your car kind of breaks down on the way, and then he goes to the mechanic who says that he's going to fix it real soon. But every time you go there, he's like, "Ah, oh, the the other parts didn't come yet." No, so. no you were invited you dr- by your it's uncle. It's going to be another. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you drive there, yeah. and then you when you check back, he's like, "Oh, I got the mechanic to uh, you know make sure your car's in working order. Don't worry, he'll bring it back." Yeah, and you're like you're being you're coming here because your uncle is really rich, and you're trying. Then he's mm-hmm. getting on a bit. He's years. getting on a bit. This and this could be yours, you know, because you know his his sons and his close relatives. Have all died. They all died tragically in the Great War. I'd play that. I think this is yeah. We're <laughs> and you were like, how would I leave? <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of my. This thing. is a very like. This is a very Tom thing. Like that's why it's so easy to be like, okay, I know where this is going a bit because I know how you run a game. Mm. But you wouldn't be really fighting anything potentially supernatural unless he had like some weird inventions or something, or he had like spells that he could like do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could like brainwash one of you, and you're like, I really want to see the show. Mm. You know, I can and then maybe it's like you know, then it's like it could be a bit PvP because it's like, well, if you only technically need one, mm. oh god, we can be real assholes about it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, he's kind of closer to your bloodline. You know, mine's only by you know. Yeah, like you know, like I'm a bit of I'm a, a third ginger. cousin. I'm a bit of a so ginger. I think mm. I'm coming from a different part of the bloodline. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you then turn it from like I have no, I not, wouldn't do not it. Not caring about your friend to like it's you or me. I mean, it would be hilarious, right? Yeah. And then do you want to release the angel? And also, spoilers, it's probably not an angel, right? Like, yeah. it, it's written as a, but it's like, obviously some sort of creature, like, it could be anything from bad, Cthulhu mythos. Thing. Yeah, but yeah. It, it obviously in like 14th, in the 15th century, you know. Like, it's a biblically yeah. accurate angel, which, you know, mm. we all know. Yeah, how yeah. To <laughs> Lovely. Three yeah. heads, six wings, covering the feet. Beautiful. Mm, magic, mm. yeah. But yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking. Because then it's like, you're not just fighting a weird thing at the end. The battle is you're fighting kind of normal people that mm. are against you and they want to kill you to stop something horrendous getting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I kind of like as a bit of a twist. 
Yeah, I think this is like I see where you're going with it. Like mm. both the adventure and this episode, actually, weirdly mm. enough. And also, I would say this, and none of this would happen in the adventure because someone would invite Colonel Sanders. <laughs> you would drive a car into the you opera. Could, you could run this for <laughs> us, set and fi- it wouldn't matter <laughs> that we knew this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, like, well, I s- I set fire to the house. Obviously, <laughs> are there any vases? <laughs> Yeah, how do regular people do play like serious Cthulhu? I don't know how. I assume do people do get into it. Would I would be? I think I would be freaked out if I played with a group of people that actually wanted to play a horror game. Yeah, because <laughs> I set it up. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so full of horror, and then it all immediately ge- degenerates into uh, bullshit. Uh, yeah. So the running joke of the the deadlight one was right. So I got some pre gens, and I forgot to delete the name on like one of them, <laughs> and like so. So Swaggart was playing a hypnotist because I, I like they were all like down and out like entertainers yeah. like and I gave them like weird skills like uh, ventriloquism, hypnotism nice. and like yep. magicians because I was like, well, fuck it, give him a weird skill. And like the name that I forgot to delete was like his name was like James Mesmero something else, oh, right? No. Like yeah. as in like oh, that's his stage name yeah. for him. And then Swaggart was like, yeah, so his name is Hippie Hypno. <laughs> I was like. Wait, his stage name is Hippie Hypno, but his real name is James Mesmero. Yeah. A, fant- a man, a terrible name. A man born with a perfect hypnotist stage <laughs> no, name no. changes his stage name <laughs> to <laughs> Hippie Hypno. No. And that was just the initial running joke of the whole thing. It's like, it's uh, I can't fucking believe it. It's like, mm. it's, if you were born with like the amazing wizard man yeah. and then you change your name to Steve Magic. Yeah. It's like, no, you had a good stage name. You've ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> No. I mean, it would just, be like, yeah. My name is Magic Magicy. Yeah. Like, that's a terrible fucking name. I oh, mean, it would be like, I don't know, like Tom Cruise, ne- like changing his name to like, oh, I'm Nicholas Schoenbaum. Uh, a much better movie star. Yeah, yeah, classic, <laughs> classic name. This is off. This is off topic. Do you know, like, his character in Days of Thunder, like, it was a shit name because it was based off an actual NASCAR's driver's name who was Dick Trickle. <laughs> <laughs> like a real guy's name. Fucking ridiculous. Anyway. Can't write that shit. Yeah, okay. But this was okay. We've now heard how you would prepare for a Call of Cthulhu game, but now I would like to hear how you would do this, like... How different from this would your space one not be? Because I feel like if you if Tom is writing a game, like if you're running a game, it's gonna have weird shit. Mm. So maybe incest or like something like super weird about families. Well, like, maybe incest. No, not incest. Sorry. Came but, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> weird family you know, dynamics. Just weird shit. You know that's what you're famous for. Uh, so this spacey one is maybe a bit Cthulhu in space. I, I wouldn't. I would be astonished if it wasn't. But this this one isn't as like fleshed out as that one because I, I I like that Cthulhu one. I kind of my mind just yeah. I can you know, see you angel, running that one. Basically, here. when I sleep, an angel whispers ideas to me. Either and, about this and then or I turn about them into, root factions. Yeah, and then I turn them into root factions. <laughs> uh, but the space one is, and I like just pitches that are like a mystery, and especially in space, it's just fucking hilarious. All right, so you are like a crew of like some ship and you can discuss, it doesn't really matter. Well, you can pick, I guess it's mm-hmm. up to you. Do you want to be like mm-hmm. shit kickers or do you want to be the best of the best relationship mm-hmm. or whatever? Depends on the style of the game. Yeah. If you actually want to be fighty. You're sent to a distant nebula in the middle of fucking nowhere because there's a garbled distress signal mm-hmm. coming through. Rough region of space. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But you're the good guys or it's good salvage. I don't know. If you want to play, way, yeah. if you want to play it selfishly, you rock up in the nebula, trace the signal there's a badly damaged, like heavily smashed up, beaten ship. Life support's off. The, all the escape pods have been jettisoned, but the ship is your ship. Oh. And when you like, if you check it like or interface with the ship, 
the chronometers on the ship say that it's from 12 hours from now. Jesus fucking Christ. I, oh. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, fucking, it's fucking Cthulhu in space, yes. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. How could this have happened? So now you're in the nebula, knowing that 12 hours from now, potentially, your ship's fucked. Do we find our own dead corpses, or is it just like, uh, eventually? I don't know. Maybe. This is, this is, I have like kind of a reason why it could have happened. But where, did, where does your mind go? How does time travel come into this? Is it time travel? Is it an ornate trap? It's a nebula next to a black hole and that has some weird things going on with it because this is how you will sell it to us because none of us are astrophysicists. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine playing that with an astrophysicist. Oh, that just, was just go like, well, actually, yeah, you'll find that you'll be... Time dilation doesn't work. That <laughs> you'll be ripped to shreds that close to a black hole. Like, it couldn't shut work. The, shut the <laughs> fuck up, Steve. No one cares about your doctorate. <laughs> But yeah, I think it would be like the mechanics of how this has happened are less interesting than how we deal with it. Like, how, like does any like, or at least if you play it with the right mindset, it is about like, oh, how do you causality? With this? Yeah, does trying to avoid this make it happen? Yeah, and like, mm-hmm. how does your mind like? Do some of us immediately believe that this is true, and some of us think it's a trick, or some of us think it's just a coincidence? What's going on? And yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the adventure, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's up to you to. I mean, work s- some of the people we play with would 100 percent go like, "Well, this is a hallucination and against the will of God, and yes. I will not, I will not <laughs> believe that we are in a different timeline." I'm deep we space. We are still <laughs> deep in space. The correct deep timeline. space, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> we can't sing the the bucket of chicken nebula. Like, uh, it's already fucking ruined. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I would when again, it's you, so I would assume there would be some like other weird shit that is going on with in there in addition to just the time dilation. Like Potentially, I'm like I'm just this is kind of a I'm just basically saying like I don't have this fully fleshed out. Mm-hmm. I have basically two words that kind of sum up my idea of where I would go with it. Yeah. But I'm sure. just kind of interested to see hmm. is there anything bubbling away like oh, could this, you know, where does your mind go if that was the hook? And I was like, think of a think of an adventure for, the, and this is the hook. Like, where does your Good. where do your legs take you? To me, I would maybe I would this maybe brings us a little bit into a, a thing that I was sort of thinking about. But the mind would have been in like a in a cyberpunky setting, maybe. But what if mm. the setting is that basically, well, things are going to happen, and then something's going to happen at the twelve hours. Basically, when you end up at the twelve hours, things go like get weird. Stuff gets blank and staticky, and then you kind of start again from the Having beginning suddenly you're them. like mm. you're at the same place being like you walk into that same control room things are weird and it's like 12 hours in 12 hours this happens and then Time you kind up. of have like some memories of what you did and something to help and like maybe something weird has a little bit changed i don't Spicy. know i don't know what would be the final conclusion of why you would be in this sort of time loop whether it's it just would prison. be <laughs> close to a thing or whether you are like in like they're testing a prison torture, new torture device of putting people in the same place mm. and like trying to see who can survive the longest without going mad. Yeah. God. In this situation. That's bleak, even and for like, me. <laughs> and, like, you'll and, like, find out at yeah. some point that actually, like, you find the logbook of the ship and it tell, like, or something, somehow get into some archives yeah. or something that tells you that actually you've done some horrifying things and that's why you're here. Oh, God. This is getting really dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do some dark yeah. shit. And you're like, no, I can. I can take that bat on and I can run down, mm. down into the abyss. All right. Jesus. I like okay. the time loop idea. I like the time loop, like, psychological person in space. It would be. Di- yeah. I think it would be difficult to get players on board. Yes. Especially in a pub Especially after us. three drinks. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. But it's like yeah, the idea. Uh, what is, what's that? It's Groundhog Which version Day. Means? It's Groundhog Day, but in space and you keep... Things keep happening. I, like, I would have to say, I would like to see know. this movie, whereas the other one I would like to play the game. 
Mm. Like the Cthulhu game, I, I see that being a good RPG. I think this one sounds like, oh, this is a short mm. film. Mm. It's an episode of Black could, Mirror. But this it's could be literally an episode. But of this could Mirror. just be the inciting incident, right? Like this may not be the adventure. This yeah. is just something that triggered because if the escape, if there are no bodies and there are no escape pods, technically you've made it. Mm. But now the question is, can you like? How do you make it out now? Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Wait, do we want to avoid this or do we want this to happen or are we out there somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, this weird kind of thing. But I don't see an immediate direction for the players to go. Like, it's more like... Well, I think there would be... You would leave You would leave clues for yourself in the derelict ship, mm. right? Like, you just said, like, check the logs and stuff. Maybe there's some aspect of things that you can then learn about what you did mm. or you what you will do yeah. and then try and not do what you will do mm. to avoid it. Mm. I don't know. There's some weird things. Anyway, I was thinking, uh, not as any kind of conclusion, but the reason that this ship is here is because when you initially went into the nebula, you've had a run-in with a space leviathan <laughs> that, of course, uses time dilation to move through, like, kind of faster than light between the stars. Ah, yes, of so course. So basically, you've got a countdown between, you know, when this, like, monstrosity of the galaxy is going to come and, like, literally rip your ship apart by sailing through space-time. Hmm. hmm. Getting eaten by space leviathans is my kind of shit. Maybe. Maybe that's what happened to you. You're yeah. like, I escape, And you do it on purpose. You're like, <laughs> I escape body to its mouth. This is what I've always wanted. I'm like, yep, classic. This is how we do, this is how we do it. It's the equivalent of driving a car into a building. Yeah. If you escape pod into a, a space leviathan. Mm. Yeah. Much yeah. cooler. Mm. You're like, this is cooler than that other time. Actually, multiple times that this mm. has happened. <laughs> Maybe all of our RPG games are actually a time loop. Good God. We're in a prison. Mm. We're in a prison and forced to podcast. <laughs> and when we finish this, we walk back into this same room oh. and have to re-record this podcast. Let me just check. We are recording, yeah. thank God. <laughs> it could happen. But yeah, that's all I kind of had for this like little hook thing. But I'm interested. I'm, I'm glad that your minds instantly go to psychological prison torture as an outcome for an RPG. Fantastic. Yeah, and, you, and you give me shit. You give me shit about yeah. dark But dark maybe, I'll, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you you've corrupted at least my mind into thinking like the the answer the answer isn't going to be cuddly and teddy bears. Great. No, I really isn't. want to be in your next like root campaign when you when you Cthulhu it up. Oh, you'd enter a clearing full of cats yeah. where the elder god Yogg-Sothoth has mm. infected the minds of the Marquis to cats. Maybe like it'd be super dark. I look I look forward to that when you write that adventure. Yeah, do a, do a root one. Yogg-Sothoth in root. Mm-hmm. A mm. classic cross a crossover that we all expect. Yeah. They could do, because Root, like, I've been thinking about, like, a Root thing, um, because, like, you know how in Root you're supposed to be, like, a woodland creature, you're supposed to be smaller than a wolf, basically, mm-hmm. is the, the creature you're supposed to be. Because, like, the bigger creatures in, like, the whatever amount of lore Root has, like, bears and elks and stuff, they kind of exist, but they're seen as almost, like, mythical, kind of like gods, like, mythical, mm. weird creatures. Okay. <laughs> is sort of how they are how they are seen in the game. So something around where that would come in of like you get into a clearing and then there is like maybe people trying to summon like a bear. One, of, one of these no, things like elks, a bear like, like, like elks or bears or like maybe there's like a fight incoming between those and then you get like a like a Godzilla v Jesus v, Christ if you think of a movie like v, k- v King Kong thing but yeah, like but in like, root like if you're a fucking bunny like think of how huge moose are yeah like, it's, yeah <laughs> Like they're massive, and they are fucking weird looking if you really look at them. That's so got to be. This has got to be the first, the opening bit of the episode. 
Mm. If you're a bunny, yeah, <laughs> how big a moose is? Oh, intro moment. <laughs> no, but it, it, like, it, I, well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, immediately drawn to this. I think, but it it's makes weird. Sense. To, like, I mean, I don't hate it. I, it. It's like putting a bit of mythos in. Yeah. It's like the only way to take out the cats is yeah. to summon this yeah. otherworldly. We've it's got not, to summon the moose. It's not fully fleshed out in the sort of lore for how this thing works, but it, it's sort yeah, of given. It, it's I mean, sort of it. given there as like, oh, that's like if like big animals could yeah. be kind of like this. So I've been thinking of like introducing that into one of the Jesus. one of the clearings I of like having that. the be like the main thing somehow. But I'm not really sure how to. Oh God! What would be like? The, so yeah, it would be some. Yeah, people not unhappy with the ruling class and then trying to summon. Mm-hmm. You summon to, like, an ally to fight it. on your behalf, yeah. and then if you do it badly, then it just wrecks through bad things. I would play that. Love a bit of mythos mm. in woodland creature politic mm. <laughs> games. Mythos in a woodland creature war game. Yeah. That's and then Oscar would be like, but I'm a mole. And it does the creature fly? I hate it if it's too big and too close to the sky. Yeah. <laughs> see, in your mind, we can all we can always ruin your plans. That was see, that was Oscar was playing a person who like yeah, a mole who just hated anything that was in the air and was trying to recruit people to be a mole person. Yeah. Could he recruit the moose? Yeah. Maybe he could. Let try him it. roll for it. Yeah, and it's it's a real tricky sell of like you're so you're a, uh, an animal that only lives underground, and you're trying to go around and convince other animals. Hey, do you never want to see the sun again? <laughs> you should consider living underground. And it's like that's a hard sell. You're yeah. doing you're doing a real hard sell now. I think this episode is turning into like oh, we have really interesting RPG ideas, and then playing them out, they're all ruined one by one by the people that we choose to play with. Or enhanced. Maybe I mean, well, I maybe see them more, I see them more as, in, as enhanced rather mm. than... Because I'm always worried when I'm going to run an RPG, whether it's one that I've sort of made up myself for, or like a strict written one, I'm always worried that like it's going to end way too quick. Like they're going to find... never happen. They will find like the number one thing and then instantly just rush to the end. And like, well, that has never happened, but I still that's still my number one fear that like, like mm. this will be a 15-minute encounter. <laughs> imagine then, like having a... Is over. Imagine having a RPG adventure that actually goes on rails to the conclusion you kind of expect in a oh, like, okay. minimal mm, amount of time. And, mm, no. I Impossible. Can't. My mind won't. I'm, I've got my creative legs out, and my mind still won't make those yeah. images. Yeah, it never happens. But then, like, this is one of the reasons why I, when I was preparing for this, I was looking at Blades in the Dark because mm-hmm. it's one of those ones. Because we've now established that if you have a great idea, someone will ruin it. Like, someone yep. will take that's, it somewhere that you don't expect. Yeah, that's true. Blades is anti-prep, and like my whole way <laughs> of doing this, like I've got the bones of what I run will run for you guys at some point when we find the fucking time when I like when I'm not 2025 baby yeah. <laughs> we're doing it we're doing it anyway like for blades I found this like uh random uh blades in the dark score generator it just okay. has like yeah, yeah uh, which yeah. is what I've been using and I was I was just pl- pressing random until I found one that I liked and then I fleshed it out a bit. wait what's okay a, what, what do you mean score like the job the job all oh, the job I was thinking score as in points, points. no no, no like, score as score is the <laughs> yeah, like the job really you're doing well. Uh, so, in, like, I don't want to talk to you guys about the one I'm actually going to run, mm. but this is one that I got from the random, the same random generator. All right, hit me. And I will tell you just the things that it says here, and then what I would add onto this or where my mind uh, goes. Okay, okay. So I'm, then, I'm like, getting my legs back out. Yeah, so this is just, like, it gives you who is involved. An enigm- enigmatic refugee, a melancholy scovlander refugee, and a paranoid and vengeful ghost. What is the score, and mm. who is it for? This score is for smugglers, which is one type of the mm. teams you can have. Yeah. Uh, Scovlander insurrectionists need supplies for their campaign of terror against city institutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cargo or contraband in this is optional. Is military arms, 
Oh, God. So we're gun running yeah. for, for, for terrorists. Uh, the twist. <laughs> the job furthers a merchant, merchant lord's secret agenda. Okay. Uh, connection. The job is connected to a PC's rival. Okay. And factions possibly involved. The Leviathan Hunters, Wolf Ironborn, <laughs> and the Unseen. Okay. I don't know the factions. That's impo- that's not important for this. Mm. I think I don't think it just gives you something. But like, literally, who is involved gives you just people you can have. So the people involved, they're NPCs. Yes. Can can be involved, can be people you meet, can just be people behind the scenes. It doesn't mm. like... In this case, because it says the job furthers a merchant lord's secret agenda then I would have to figure out who is the merchant lord and will these people ever find out? Is it important? It will be important to me in that I, it will make give it a context and it will make sense. So if he's it, trying, would it be like that one of us in the crew would like have something to do with this merchant lord or that would be like they would be secret yeah, in this against case, us diff in like some... In this case, I would say that I would combine the, the job further, say merchant lord's secret agenda and the job is connected to a PC's rival, mm-hmm. maybe. But this would require someone having a rival. But the important thing is that because in, in the like because you're a crew and you want to do things, you want to further your crew's yeah, like, yeah, goals. Yeah. In this case, you're just criminals, and this opportunity has come up, and it is running guns mm-hmm. for Scovelander insurrectionists. Maybe you're Scovelanders yourself. Maybe okay. you don't give a fuck. Maybe that's the deal. I like insurrectionists. There's like yeah, freedom fighters, rebellions, terrorists. Yeah. They're terrorists. Yeah. Whichever one you want <clears throat> them to be. It's yeah. Okay, my mind goes then. That the job that we're supposed to do of stealing this ar- these arms mm-hmm. uh, from a stockade or somewhere, this rival, uh, do, what was the merchant name? lord? This merchant lord is trying to steal the same shipment, mm-hmm. like potentially at the same time. So like all the fucking hijinks would be trying to break into a place while another team for this guy is trying to steal the same thing. So you think the merchant lord is like the secret head of a different like criminal gang or is paying another criminal gang to do it for him yes yeah i mean if we're trying to do it for honorable reasons or like because we are these, for money yeah yeah or we're just selling it to people that we don't care about mm. or if we you know or it's, it's I guess it could be either for, it's useful for you if the city burns like it creates chaos and therefore more opportunities for smuggling mm. Maybe that's, that's the case, yeah. But yeah, maybe like this merchant lord is trying to muscle in on like the smuggle game and needs a bit of startup muscle. So mm-hmm. he's trying to steal these weapons to like boost his kind of burgeoning uh, kind of empire. Yeah. So he's a rival for us because we think we're the, the go-to guys for, for smuggling, like, smuggling yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Or and then he's trying, he's like a rival for us. Or maybe like he hired us at one point and then burnt us and then didn't pay us. Yeah, so that's knows. why it's yeah. a rival. And then he's basically gone behind our backs, hired some other crew. And like, maybe there's like our plans intersect or like we break in and the guns are already gone or something. Mm-hmm. Like we turn up and it's absolute bloodbath. Like if we have a plan of like, well, we're going to sneak in and do this from yeah. the sewers mm-hmm. and we get there and then it's an absolute shit show. Someone is already killing yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe, we, oh, fuck, maybe we get framed. So we turn up. See, that's, yeah. We turn up. Everyone's been killed horribly. There's no guns there. And then the cops are coming. And we've got to, then the the show isn't like, oh, how do we score? It's like, how the fuck do we get out of this mm-hmm. and then get our guns back from this rival gang? And it would be very interesting because you're smugglers, your like, whole thing is based on not being that. Yeah. We, I mean, we're, yeah, you're not, we're not like a kill team. I'm also thinking, like, because the, the faction's possibly involved, I'm thinking you'd be stealing these from the Leviathan Hunters, but you don't know it's the Leviathan Hunters, because the Leviathan Hunters don't, aren't supposed to have a stockpile of weapons. You just okay, heard so it's that there's... Secret. Yeah. Mm. So they wouldn't call the cops. So yeah. it's only someone that would know about the score is called the cops. Oh, that merchant lord. Mm. I don't or know if that's what I mean. Be, yeah. Yeah. I, I went into, like, we would almost be, like, 
in some way like hired or like collaborating with this uh, with the merchant but then he would like double cross us like the plan for him would always be to like well you said like set us up but basically like Mm. frame us for the thing whether we would already steal the things and then we're framed and have to deal with the stuff or then do the thing that Tom was talking about and then before or then like we just get caught in the middle of the thing and then we have to sort of figure that out but then the, the adventure would be like getting out of the situation rather than like Actually we get in the and then like shit okay now i have to get out without being killed well, mm. we don't know that we've been bu- double crossed maybe he's hired us to steal something that he's already stolen like yeah. he's like oh i know this the guard shift will change at 11 and he's already yeah. gone in with his crew at eight yeah knowing that and then we just we're the fall guys yeah because yeah. we're known smugglers yeah that's good so that means that he can fuck us get the t- stuff and also like make sure that no one no loose ends him. yeah yeah because the the criminals have already been found that's a smart guy yeah guy hate him he's a real rival but yeah, that's that's where my mind yeah, goes. This is like, but then this is the whole thing because just anything could happen. It could be like it could also just be that you actually have to do the smuggling, but that's less interesting than what you just described. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I don't think I'd want it to be that simple. Yeah, yeah. But for know. this, like running this, like you say, it like it's kind of like anti-prep. But you would, you would anyway. You would have to decide these facts, or would you like let it be open until we play, and then kind of almost like we decide. Yeah, kind what of depending happen. on how you've like what your preparation is, is that like, do you find out anything that this is going to happen? And this mm. is like, if you do really good job of figuring out like the place and the timing and like checking if the what the merchant lord told you about their yeah. schedule is true, then you can find that maybe something doesn't add up. And then you can go in with your eyes open a bit. But that would like, this is the if you just do what you're told, this is what will happen. Mm. But because with Blades in the Dark, it's very cinematic, it's like, okay, you've been hired to do this job. Okay, how would you approach this? Okay, we would check what time the guards actually change, or like we will just do exactly what he, what the guy said. Okay, so we'll go in at eleven, and that will tell you. And then you jump into the action. Like there isn't a lot of planning. There is just like you do a bit of scoping. You do a bit of like this okay. is how we would approach yeah. this, and then you're in there. The door is opened, and there is chaos. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So it's anti-prep for me and also anti-huge like huge long planning for you because that's also like the planning isn't the fun bit. The fun bit is shit has gone down. Now what do we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're like, yeah, you got to have But a then drama. it has these like flashbacks or something yes. where you can be like, ah, oh, but I actually like... You, I you, think you're fine. You get, you get the little split window yes. in the screen with the like slanted <laughs> rectangles of like seeing me, <laughs> me already like planting... We do an Ocean's at Eleven. The bottom of something, and so that's what I imagine for the flashbacks. Yeah, that's like, exactly how it's. Like, it's very, very like. It's like, oh, but I was I was here two days earlier and put gum between the for this lock, and <laughs> yeah. then that's why this door is open. <laughs> Classic, exactly. the old gum on a lock trick. Yeah, he's done it again. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but I like I this. Play. I like this like this generator. Some of them are not interesting to me at all. Like it's uh, sometimes it takes yeah. me a few tries, but it's like. I mean, this is what it, I was getting randomly to. like. Dust stuff, so you can just keep clicking it for as long as. Yeah, and yeah. you can choose. But this is why I kind of like. Is there something that I mean? This is kind of the point of like, or oh, what? Like, uh, you know, gets the gets the juices flowing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's like a little hook, you're like, oh shit, because yeah. that's what like that's what I like reading or hearing about certain adventures. It's like, oh shit, I'm going to ignore the rest of this adventure, but I like that hook. But I would do it this way. Like yeah, this is where my exactly. mind goes. I think I've got a few like I when I was doing this for the game that I plan to run for you guys, then it has like I've got a few screenshots of like potentials that I then I think discarded. For example, who is involved? A tattooed physiker and a newly established cruel workhouse. What's a physiker? A physiker is like the old time doctor. Oh. Of course, uh, yeah. of course. It's, what, it's a term we all use still. Uh, shadows, so the kind of assassin guys. Okay. Uh, the job is a master assassin has come out of retirement for one more job. Many would pay well to know who their target is. 
uh, connection mm-hmm. the job is connected to a Doskwal noble Doskwal is the city that you're in yeah. that's the main place and factions possibly involve the city council the imperial military and the leviathan hunters so this one doesn't have a twist written into it you can make one yourself but mm. it's just literally just okay yeah you're I mean, trying I... to find out who this main like who is this this legendary like assassin mm. like you've heard whispers that they've come out of hiding Good and God. Mm. i really like how how sort of minimalistic yeah these these sort of setups are it's evocative like it's like mm. it, it, yeah. if you like i've done a bit of reading of the world and if you know enough of the world mm. to have like a feeling of the city nobles the leviathan hunters the area of the place and the feel of the adventure yeah mm. then everything else kind of just if it grabs you it writes itself yeah and you don't have and it, to and yeah. you're a bit more comfortable to improv it yeah as well it's like well i can bring these guys in these guys can be in the background mm. you know you can and that's why I also like up. about Blades is that like the thing I'm not comfortable improving is like numbers and like like well, combat, yeah. whereas mm-hmm. I can pull like characters or like factions or political intrigue yeah. out of thin air quite comfortably, I think. Mm. But it's like, but then I usually freeze when I have to tell you like, oh, uh, the difficulty rating for this is you have to be the DC of 15. Not yeah. interesting. Not mm. fun. But yeah, but that's very D&D. For, yeah, but for many... RPGs at least, and where difficult, where there's difficulty ratings, like in, uh, like Cyberpunk, for example, where you mm-hmm. have to meet like a different one. But that mm-hmm. gives you very clearly of like, like seven, like it's just like seven is like anyone can do this unless mm-hmm. you are like blind. You will see this, and then like twelve, you've done it before. Fifteen, you're a trained professional. Professional eighteen, you're like an Olympic level master mm-hmm. at this to be like succeed. And that's mm-hmm. like how hard. So like, how hard do I think? Opening a car door or driving this yeah. car should be. How hard do I think? Yeah, but you can always you can always bend those rules. I mean, yeah, I mean, and and, 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 you, and you do because oftentimes if you would keep them at always the the how hard it is, then it, it ends up being no one does that, anything that we we end up nowhere, and you have to keep finding new hooks for people to mm-hmm. like keep the adventure going as well, which can be can be a problem. It yeah. depends on the system as well. Like, because yeah, yeah. if you want to be a hero and you keep failing everything, it's like, well, this is yeah. shit. Whereas yeah. if you're just a schmuck and yeah. you fail everything, it's like, well, remember, that's hilarious. Yeah. I remember that one cyberpunk game that we played where I think Jonas was just trying to drive a car <laughs> in a fight for like so many rounds and he kept rolling like crit failing, just driving a car. Yeah. And it just, he couldn't do it. I, I think like he couldn't start the car. He couldn't steer it. He couldn't do anything. I think you were cow- you should have just crashed us. You yeah. should have just crashed us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like Blades also has the thing. I don't think we've talked about the adventure clocks thing that they have, which is that when you have the like you're trying to do a role for a given thing, mm-hmm. uh, the game in, uh, the system uh, encourages you to have this adventure clock. You have like four to eight to ten whatever like sections in it, and then mm-hmm. failed roles advance something like either being found out or time running out or something yeah like okay. it's not that the like if it like failure means that you do the thing it wasn't difficult but it has it like some consequence yeah. yeah 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 fail forward to with a with consequence yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. i like it i don't really have well i've got a mild blades thing mm-hmm. set up i think that you should love it right mm-hmm. the score is uh that you've been hired to um well, let's just say there's... What's the... Is it a fence or a wall around the city? It's fence. Is like it, it's, is it a, it's an electric that, fence. Like yeah, but what's it... Like, does it have a fancy name? Or am I just going to call it a fence? I cannot remember. Anyway, the, moment, the barrier? The, yeah, the barrier, I think, okay. is what it's called. So let's say that you need to maintain the barrier. And classically, at like one end of town, this is done via blimp. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. But actually, uh, you you have been told some information that the blimp is actually being used as like a drug-running... No uh, okay. thing, and your score is to steal the drugs from a blimp. Okay, 
Amazing. Okay. So then yeah. we have to figure out how do we get to a blimp. How do you steal drugs from a blimp? <laughs> a question that we all must ask ourselves at some point. We just, you just... How do you get to the blimp to... I shoot it with my gun. Ah, of course. Yeah. A harpoon will... gun. Yeah. Are there guns in, in Blades? I... Like old-timey flintlocks, I think, mostly. It's the kind yeah. of steampunky. Like you could yeah. have a harpoon gun. That would yeah, give you a harpoon I'll gun. harpoon it. Okay. Oh, yeah. solved then. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Oh, it's a very short adventure. I'm thinking we the could blimp, all go home. I think the blimp at night or whenever they're not using it to drug run, it's going to be like anchored to something with like a long rope. And then like... like yeah, there's obviously blimp towers. I mean, it's yes. not crazy. They're not animals. Yeah. You have to make it to the blimp tower and then you have to like somehow covertly make it from the blimp tower to the blimp <laughs> on the fucking rope that is like hanging in the middle of the city, like mm-hmm. in the sky. Thankfully, the sky is super dark. So it's not like you're like like uh, lit against the moonlit sky like it's just you're just in the dark but it's heavily guarded yes but well, maybe this one maybe well, you could also hang glider onto the blimp oh yes yeah you from could the highest that. tower but, yes but you'd, but you'd have to get to the highest tower which is the uh the place of the fucking mayor of the place i can't remember yeah so you gotta you gotta schmooze your way into the you gotta get elected mayor yeah then move into the office then climb the tower with your hand glider glider. yeah then hand glider you're the mayor you can do whatever you want yeah infiltrate this this smuggling business i don't know sell them a boatload sell them a fuck ton of drugs or pretend you're selling where would you get yeah yeah to like to get to and then go go and have to like inspect so you fool them into thinking you're the big baron of cocaine from faraway land. And you're like, well, I want to smuggle a, a metric kilo million tons of mm. cocaine to this city. But yeah. I don't know if your blimp is big enough. I probably have to see <laughs> I it. have so much I drug. have to see it with my own I, eyes. I love Baron Mark Cocaine from a distant land. Yeah. I think my name is Baron <laughs> Cocaine. Yeah. From, well, from Crackton. Roll for, for deception. Yeah. <laughs> fail. One. Quick fail. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Then you have to do that. You just yeah. You just you get on board on board there legitimately. Mm. You and buy a bunch of flour and you pretend that it's <laughs> cocaine. And you go, and oh, that's some yeah. good drug. You you get one bag of cocaine and the yeah. rest is flour. And then yeah. you show them like this massive. And then the, you throw uh, in, them in this group that the, with the people we play. The entire adventure would be about trying to find that one bag of cocaine. Yep. <laughs> that would be the story. Then I've yeah. ch- I've changed your story about blimps now to us trying to find just cocaine. just I'm buying drugs off the streets. <laughs> Congrats, <laughs> you made you made cocaine. a cool story about blimps. We made it about scoring and then, cocaine. And then you do all the cocaine and then drive a no, car into the does. blimp. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've got to drive a car into it at some point. See, there's no cars, but it's a carriage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you drive like, a horse-drawn yeah. carriage into the blimp. I like I like the blimp story, but we've made it into okay. a, who can get the biggest bag of cocaine. What about Twist? Do they, you do get the cocaine. Yeah. You get it onto the blimp, only to find out there's a that, Cthulhu that there's no cocaine on the blimp. Fuck. It's actually all flour surrounding a bomb. Because the, the the actual plan was to blow up the blimp next to the barrier to cause a distraction, so the real crew could steal the money from the big old bank on the other side of town. Ooh, a twist. A twist um, within a blimp. I do. It's a blimp twist. I do. I do. I do love that. Then we would have like we would have spent most of the adventure getting the cocaine to get on the blimp, only to find out it's a bomb. There, it's, it's not. A bomb. A, it's not about drugs at all. Yeah. And then what? Do you, yeah. then wait, well, there's a little bit. The, you do have drugs. You yeah. got the drugs that you've bought. Yeah. I mean, at that point, we have a fuck ton of cocaine and we're about to get blown up. Let's have a party, boys. Yeah. Mm. I mean, can you defuse a bomb or steer the blimp away from the barrier? <laughs> I never did blimp driving lessons. Critical yeah. fail. Are there any? Are there any parachutes? Who's to say? No, we have the hand glider. 
Yeah, you, yeah. you construct a hang glider from cocaine. You hang, <laughs> and, then, you, and, then, you, and then hang glides a bit. It's like, guys, yeah. I've got a plan. Yeah. And then you keep rubbing your gums. You just, you just hang glider away from there. I think it's the perfect setup. Yeah, yeah I setup. think your thing was better than what I had here. But then, yeah, that's a more interesting like setup I, for I, my I, score. Well, it's I, well no, because I just had you at blimp. Yes, yeah. that's, that's, that was the secret Blimps ingredient. Yeah. Are great. I think we had her for food chain magnet, but we had this blimp strats yeah. as well. That's the that, only that, 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 that it bobbled back up. That's for like the only 2%. time when she didn't look bored when we went like, "There's blimps." Yeah, <laughs> it was like, "Wait, yeah. what?" Yeah, that's when the, she actually woke up. I also she was asleep that, through. All I also that. assumed that the Leviathan in the space one was also because it's like this is how you get my attention. That's mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. I'm pandering to the audience. Yes. Do you? I, I have a question for you guys about running RPGs because I and I I would like to make one where like. Characters have to make this sort of like a a big moral choice where it's like a, a character would have to do like or something like you have to do something that you like you do not want to do at all or mm. like it's so fundamentally evil that you've been paid to do like I think like cyberpunk would be the right mm. place yeah, for this yeah. because it's an absolutely terrible future mm-hmm. and people can ask you to like do but like I feel like whatever I would I would think of would be like. People, the characters that you guys would play would just be like, "Nah, I'm a fucking scumbag. I'll burn down that. I'll burn down that orphanage." Yeah, we don't, I don't. I don't give a we fuck. We don't accept like, the concept to, of a moral dilemma. Yeah. yeah, you would have to set it up. Yeah, that like, like you looking have people directly in the eyes, and saying, yeah. "You care about this person." Yeah. Or like this thing. Yeah. And then you have to like, because it's like the whole thing kind of falls down yeah. if you don't give a shit about anything. That's true. So I don't know. I think you'd have to like set it up. Well, not set it up, but make sure that that's known ahead of time. Because it is kind of tricky to do, like, moral stuff. Because usually people... People don't care. Or we just, we're just scumbags. Would, yeah. Maybe it, that's it. it. Would we be, just know absolutely... It could be... I think that could help some people in the group. I think if it was, like... If it, if it wasn't doing bad things to people, if it was doing bad things to animals... Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think that would... I think that no, most mm. people in the group wouldn't even role-play... And I'm not going to explicitly say what it would be, but having to do something awful terrible, to terrible things mm. to your family dog, and yeah. that's what you're being tasked to do. Because mm. Nate, like playing an RPG, like I don't, I don't think I could make Tom want to save his own mother in an RPG. He would be like, "Nah, fuck you, mom. I'm getting money for this." But what if I'm a lone wolf? But what if it's I only like play a Edge John Lords. Wick situation where, like, mm. but the dog isn't killed, but like you're being tasked to like show your allegiance by. It's, Would it's, that be? I think it'd be a, enough of a like. The trouble is with it, and mm. like it's like the idea. I think is sound. The problem is that that just boils down then to one moment in it. Like mm. it's not the adventure. Then like you either got to crowbar it that it definitely yeah. happens, yeah. and then even if it does happen, they they could just make it's like what a moral choice, and yeah. it's like I'm not going to kill the dog, yeah. and then it it's not like a thing. Like you think mm. it's like it's not a deep choice. Like no, I shoot the guy behind me, or I just like See, I do whatever I can. To this do is it. also especially not a one shot kind of thing. You'd have to kind of set that thing up for a longer campaign, for that people would care about the outcome, that want to do the thing that they would accomplish by doing the awful thing, but also would have to. There would have over to be consequences, time, yeah. mm. and they would have to over time have actually started to at least a bit care about the thing that you're telling them they care about yeah it's not it's, it's very difficult to set up in a one shot i think yeah it's tricky and then if you like i don't know and then if you if the whole thing is set up to then have this moment and mm. it doesn't happen then you're like whatever <laughs> then yeah. you feel like you've you yeah know, i'm not i'm i generally want to avoid at all costs having a set piece moment 
Yeah, I think that's. I think you, especially in the groups that we play with, if you have yeah. that, you yeah, will never. True. You'd have to railroad yeah. so hard, and I think Tom has proven that it's pos- not possible to railroad <laughs> hard enough <laughs> for that to happen. <laughs> like it's I do it's, try. it's I do impossible. Try. Like if you cannot have a set piece moment, you can engineer a heart wrenching like world where things could eventually happen, but you cannot have a set piece. Mm. Like it will, it, you will never get to that part of town where that set piece would happen. Mm. What if what if you would like? What if that's the start, and then depending on what you do, you would then end up either like having then, to then like the you end up being like adversaries with the people who want you to do something versus like the downside of it would if if you're opening it then opening with it then people usually don't know what the characters are like within the opening ten seconds. So have, if you just like start media no. like media res and you're like shoot the dog, you're like what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know, like. <laughs> I've just worked out that I only speak in German. That's you true. know, like, and then it's like there's no emotional like hours. involvement either. Like yeah. it's yeah, unless no, it's you've had people trying. really write their characters, which mm. tends to be like if if that's yeah. the case, if people are invested in their characters, they're invested in their character and not the adventure, and then yeah. you're kind of fucked as well. The closest thing because you guys I, did shoot your helper Wesley. I think no one cared that. about Wesley. No. Actually, I didn't shoot Wesley. I tried to convince him that he was Christ, <laughs> and that he was. <laughs> We like it was trying to be. I need, the, I need to write the end of that so we can actually finish it. <laughs> we, we were like, we were trying to like get it. We were trying to infiltrate a cult, mm. and we were trying to convince uh, our intern mm. Wesley that he should basically enact. He yeah. <laughs> like this secretive cult leader who's like that yeah. could be you, Wes. Yeah. Get out there and convince these people that you're the the leader of their cult, the reclusive leader yeah. of their cult. So it's uh, it's basically it's a cyberpunk adventure that I I wrote that we haven't finished yet. I actually haven't <laughs> technically written the, the finish of it. But basically, you get tasked by uh, the Wayland Corporation, like a big corporation, bought the rights to one of the last remaining like natural forests that exist in mm-hmm. the cyberpunk world. Like there are very very few yeah. forests left in the world and this is one and you've you've bought the rights to that but documents have leaked that while you've gotten the rights from the government Wayland has gotten rights from the government to like uh, manage the forest like documents have leaked that like they're actually not going to manage it they're going to like they're going to like release a weird plague that ends up like oh no we have to cut down the forest and make a a factory there so now there is this now the now Mm. the like the green revolution people called the green fists have like heard about this and now they're making like a big (laughs) protest there and they're basically kind of culty they're waiting for their messiah to come oh, geez, uh, okay. and now you are kind of tasked to like sent there being like all right deal with this like deal with these fucking people quickly so that try we can to, murder this try not try not to fucking kill them there's cameras there but like deal with deal with these cults and they 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 just they decided to because Jonas was playing a corpo so he gets an assist he gets employees so he had an assistant called Wesley and they just they found out that that no one's technically seen what their messiah looks like he usually communicates via some sort of arcane almost text just text messages I think it stuff. was some incredible problem solving at our heart it was, yeah. it, it was great and they and they was like so maybe if if we can make this very insecure like I was doing like a Morty from Rick and yeah, Morty yeah, type like, voice for him this very insecure intern of like <laughs> come on Wesley okay you are Christ you are their leader and he's like oh god Amazing. I'm not so sure and he's like his charisma was like completely terrible and they put like a headset on him so they could tell him what to say and they decided what what did, how did they decide he would be clothed naked naked is how well, I don't think we had out. anything else so yeah. it was like well you can't dress like a corporate yeah, yeah. middle manager mm-hmm. so we got to send you yeah. out there I mean yeah it's probably maybe, I, like, maybe that could have been clothed somewhere I would by say the in our defense we came up then, with an incredible problem uh, like you've, you've presented a problem we have solved the problem yeah. through lateral thinking and was, outside yes. the box no I, I 
I like. I'm not criticizing it. I think it was a beautiful idea, and but it had such a low chance of of like succeeding because of this like little intern with like no charisma being like, "I am your Christ." Yeah, and then and then it, and then it failed, and these people started getting angry, and then to be like. Then they decided like no, we also hate this heretic because they want to be on the side of the cultists. Mm-hmm. They were to ingratiate ourselves. So they, they decide to shoot him, to be like this for Antichrist, false, false prophet, false and then prophet. They, then they shoot their own intern, <laughs> and he survives. And then they just take him home. Like see you tomorrow. What? Okay. Well, no, I because w- like I think we left Yodis's character there to like ingratiate himself because he's the one that shot Wes, and yeah. then like me and uh, Oscar's character had to get him out of there and just tried to patch him up. I don't know if he died. But I, I think he's alive. Look, you put a problem ahead in front of us. We tried to solve the problem. It didn't go well. Lateral you know, thinking. Uh, yeah. RPG. Beautiful, RPG. beautiful problem solving. You know, it happens. It happens. That's still- Do you regret putting somewhat of a political intrigue problem in front of a group of gun-toting psychopaths in cyberpunk? No, absolutely. Not. Okay, I think cool. it was a. Cool, I think cool. it was a. I think it was a good good choice. Worth a risk. Worth yeah, a risk. Worth, and I think stuff is still happening we'll find in that our own minds. Yeah. Yeah. The story continues. Yeah. We're almost out of time, so. Well, if we are all like out of time, how about I give you guys some homework with some D and D ones? Oh. And I'll just give you the pitch. You yeah, think about it. Do it. And then if we remember to do it next time, which we won't, mm-hmm. you see One what you come up with. One of us will edit this, and therefore we might that. We might statistically remember it. All right. Here's the here's the setup. D and D because it happens in D and D world. I don't care about like Greyhawk or anything. The Feywild is expanding mm-hmm. and is absorbing elements of the material plane. Question: mm-hmm. What's the Feywild? Shut up. <laughs> I am, it's I'm the not, fairy realm. I'm not very well versed on D and D. The fairy realm, the fairy realm where the fae are. Okay. So and like it's yeah. basically cities are being swallowed by the fae wild. So so Waterdeep is gone mm. Mm. at the and bottom of the ocean. The, uh, yeah, Jesus, that's a different story for a different no, yeah, day. No, like it's uh, by the by the fae wild realm. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then it's like, who's doing this? Why is this happening? Can we get these cities and places back? Because people are now being absorbed into fairy worlds. What's going on? Is it dark? Is there a twist? Could there be blimps? Mm. That's up to you to decide. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe the fairy world is a nice place to be. <laughs> yeah, maybe mm. everything's fine. We just do nothing. I, ac- I accept our new overlords. Today. <laughs> yeah. I, for one. Maybe it's, <laughs> mate, come on, guys. Maybe it's better. So it's yeah. And the other one is kind of a blazy one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in this land... D&D land. The land has been ruled by seven immortal mages for as long as anyone can remember. But in the last six months, three of the mages have been murdered. Mm. No one knows how. No one knows by who. And you have been tasked by the city council to understand and apprehend who the fuck is killing these immortal mages that basically, you know, rule the land. Not so immortal, I'd say. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think the name, uh, the uh, the word is probably overused in this, uh, in this instance. Uh, but they were fucking old. <laughs> and now they're dead. How could this have happened? Who's after them? If they were super old, natural causes eventually. Yeah, you it's just like, heart attack. I mean, you can't. They fell out of windows. Yeah, it was. A, they're all window-based yeah. deaths. <laughs> you can't. You can't prove that they were. They were immortal. They just haven't died yet. It was. You like, cannot co- prove that something is immortal because it. Hasn't you just know yet. that it hasn't died yet. I can already sense this. the The opening of this adventure is the party arguing what the word "immortal" means for an hour, for an hour and a half. Technically, everything that's alive is immortal because Until it, it hasn't. Isn't. Yeah. yeah, you can't prove that I'm going to die. What? That's a weird. That's not how the world works. <laughs> I'm already giving up on this adventure. I've already given up yeah, on I, it. I, mm, and this is and this is why no one plays RPGs. Yeah, <laughs> 
when people listen to it, oh yeah, they see us in the bar, and they're like, oh wow, RPGs, what are you doing? It's like, we're arguing about the definition of the word immortal, mm. and we will continue to do that for two hours, and, and then shoot board- an intern. And that's when we play board games, we argue about the definition of Euro. And then yeah, we, yeah, like, wow, true. this is a... <laughs> this, these guys are fucking shit. Mm. We come to every like table with a dictionary or two, or two. Just you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some great nights out. If we have some great nights out, if we see you playing a board game in a bar, we'll approach you and just mouth breathe really close to you, be like, "What sort of Euro-like elements does this oh, game is have?" That a, is that a mechanism in there? Yeah. Would <laughs> you say this theme was pasted on? <laughs> Do you know, to a bunny, a moose is, is the size of Godzilla. Oh, that's such a. I really like that, that idea. Though. That's that's <laughs> such a stoner like <laughs> yeah, comment. Just, it's just like, oh my god, uh, you know, if you're a, be so big for a bunny. Oh my you're god, a bunny. That's weird. Like, imagine, yeah. like, if you were a bunny. Fucking <laughs> up. We're veering like, into Joe Rogan like moose, podcast material like a moose now. Is basically an eldritch god through a bunny. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's I can't, the idea. The yeah, thing. I, I can't dispute like that that is the case. I yeah. like it. Uh, yeah. And on that note, yeah. I guess we'll say goodbye because we're all going to get kicked out of this. Yeah. Uh, but everyone do your homework and mm-hmm. research some stuff mm. and we'll be back yeah. uh, maybe at some point in the future. I will research I a spirited debate about immortality. Immortal. Yeah. yeah, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> I will say goodbye. It's goodbye from mm. me. Till the next time. Yeah, it's a goodbye from me. Classics. Well. Classic sign off. Mm. All out. All right. Bye, 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 bye,